Blessed me, the Holy Trinity, and the undivided unity. In the name of Jesus. Holy Trinity Sunday is a Sunday that might get us into some deep places. Things like substance or other parts of God's attributes or nature get thrown around on a day like Trinity Sunday. Some of that's helpful at times. There's also all the analogies that might get tossed around. Those really aren't all that helpful at all. But Jesus' words from John chapter 3 give us a path through all of the noise. We are given something to hang our hat on on such a Trinity Sunday as this. From Jesus and from Isaiah's prophecy as well. Even on a day like today, this Trinity Sunday, we can rejoice that the Holy Trinity reveals himself at the cross, at the font, and at the altar. Jesus is the one who gives us the way through because Jesus is the Son. You can say, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, or you could say, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. They really do mean the same thing. Jesus is not just some teacher sent from God. That's what Nicodemus thought and said. Jesus is the eternal Son of the Father. Always has been, always will be, eternally so, the Son. And so now you don't, you don't have to wonder what God's like. You don't have to worry about what's coming around the corner. You don't have to worry about where the wind comes from or where it goes. You don't have to be worried or even focused on these things. These are all things that God does not tell us. There's no need to try and find out his unknowable, unsearchable ways. We don't have to wonder about him, worry about him, worry about this hidden God. We don't have to worry, why'd this happen to me and not them? Last night's storm is a good 
example of all this and how we are always trying to guess and figure out what God is doing. Even though in these matters he is completely silent. On a day like today, we need to be saved from putting our words into God's mouth, putting human motives into God's heart, putting human thoughts into God's mind. And thanks be to God, He does so save us. The Son comes. He is born of the Virgin to reveal the triune God to you. But it's better than just Him showing up to say hi. You see, Jesus reveals the Father. He reveals the Spirit. He reveals the Holy Trinity. But Jesus, since He's the Son, reveals the Holy Trinity in very specific ways. It is concrete, real, something you can put your hands on and sink your teeth into. So how does Jesus reveal the Trinity? What does Jesus have to say about all this? What else does Isaiah add to it? Well, like I said, the Holy Trinity reveals himself at the cross, at the font, and at the altar. We see this in the words of Jesus today. He talks about his cross. He talks about holy baptism today. And Isaiah tells us about his vision where he sees an altar. An altar far different from our own here today. But nevertheless, Isaiah saw the Holy Trinity in the temple along with the altar. And that's how we know that the Trinity reveals himself at the cross, the font, and the altar. But let's turn ourselves to the words Jesus said it. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes would have life in him. The bronze serpent saved the Israelites from the curse of death brought on by the snakes. So also Jesus was crucified, lifted up to save us from our sins, from our own thoughts.
thoughts and feelings about God. He saves us from the consequence of our sins and from the one who has the power of death, the ancient serpent, the devil, as Hebrews says. And later on in John, Jesus himself says to the people, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, talking about him being crucified, then you will know that I am. For there is no God except Jesus dead on the cross for you. There at Calvary, the true God is revealed. Jesus, dead on the cross, reveals to us the whole will and knowledge of God. The triune God is most clearly seen at Calvary when the Son of God suffers under the Father's wrath for you, for your sake, in your place, There is now no wrath of God left for you who is in Christ Jesus. The Father gives up His only Son into death so that you would not perish. And the Holy Spirit is the one who creates faith within you so that you believe this to be true. And what Calvary means for you. But it's not just Calvary. It's also where you get united to Calvary. And Calvary and Jesus' resurrection get united to you. Holy Baptism. In holy baptism, you were given the new birth of water and of the Spirit. As Jesus says and promises to you, unless you are born of water and the Spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. You are so born you can enter and are in the kingdom of God. The triune God is not seen as clearly as he is, except at holy baptism. He doesn't leave you wondering where the Spirit goes. The Spirit comes to you as does Jesus, as does the Father, making you his child. He gave you his name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and now, baptized, nothing can separate you from God's love, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let's not forget about Isaiah. Isaiah saw Yahweh, the Lord of hosts. 
That is, he saw the Holy Trinity, and he was rescued from destruction by the coal from the altar of sacrifice. Only by being touched by the sacrifice from the altar is your guilt taken away and your sin atoned for. What Isaiah saw and experienced echoes the supper of Jesus' body and blood. Jesus gives you the fruits of his cross, his sacrifice for you in this sacrament. The bread and the wine that are his body and blood touch our lips when we eat and drink them. And by spirit-worked faith, we receive the benefit, forgiveness of all our sins before God in heaven. And the Spirit uses this to strengthen our faith. The Holy, the Holy Trinity reveals himself at the cross, the font, and the altar. He does this because he doesn't want you to worry or be afraid about what's going on in the world. We don't have to come up with what God's doing for us. We already know, without a shadow of a doubt, he wants to be your God, and he wants you to be his. There's no doubt about it. The cross, the font, and the altar all say so. Jesus says so. It doesn't matter what we do, what we feel, or what we think we know. None of that does any good anyway. After all, as Paul says, who has given a gift to him to be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. And he gives all things to you. And he, as Paul says, who has graciously given us all things, how will he not much more give us Jesus? So that nothing can separate us from his love. And all this he reveals to you. He reveals himself to you at the cross, the font, and the altar. There he keeps you his. Blessed be the Holy Trinity and the undivided unity. In the name of Jesus.